It's another income report. And this month is super interesting because a lot of amazing stuff happened. It was a month of gearing up for what I cannot wait to share with you with the May income report. But April was gearing up for that. April was also about playing with some new offers and checking some things off my bucket list. So I'm super excited for you to hear all about this month's income report where I generated $63,837 in revenue, but this is so much more than what revenue generated. It's what happened the following month from this month and that one you are definitely gonna wanna tune into, but this one's more about relationship building, playing around in our business, seeing what works, and I'm so excited to share with you all of that in this week's episode of the Serve Scale Soar podcast. So let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve Scale Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Hello, my Serve Scale Soar family. Oh my gosh, y'all. I am so excited because it's another income report. I love sharing this with you. I love that the feedback that we're getting from these episodes and it's just so fun for me to share journey to our million dollar year with you. All the ups, the downs, the behind the scenes. And honestly, I don't know if anyone else is being this transparent. And so I'm excited that I get to maybe give you a better glimpse into the online space and what actually goes on behind the scenes instead of an Instagram highlight reel. With that being said, I want to spotlight one of our reviewers, and that is JakeL826. So J-A-K-L-826. They wrote five stars. Smart, focused, and logical. I love that Brandy cuts down to the meat of how you can actually build a successful business without playing the online entrepreneur game. No one wants to post a million times a week, even if they love social media. It's exhausting. So glad I found this podcast and hoping to join the Serve Scale Soar membership soon. Well, I'm so excited that you tuned in. I'm so excited that you are loving it and that I'm giving you permission not to have to post a million times a week on social media. And so I am just so grateful for all of our listeners, all of those who leave a review. If you haven't, we would so appreciate a review. Keeps this podcast going and just I love spotlighting you. So thank you for that review and hopefully we'll see you inside the membership soon. Okay, so let's jump on in to April. So this is April 2020 income report. And like I said in the opening, we did generate 63,837. And some of you are doing the math and being like, Brandy, you haven't really grown that much. It's February, March, or April. And you know what? You're totally right. But I know what this means is we've been in the process of gearing up for May. And I like I'm so excited for you to listen to May. But here's the thing. I was supposed to be in Italy in May, and instead we launched Conversions for Clients. But some things happened with the calendar, and I had also committed to Stu McLaren, which you heard on the podcast, we'll link that up, that I was going to promote Tribe as an affiliate. 
I'm super passionate about Tribe. I don't promote a lot of products or courses. I love promoting products that I love and use myself, like Kajabi, ConvertKit, Dubsado, ClickUp, those kind of things. But I don't promote a lot of courses, and that's because I don't think you need a lot of courses to be successful. Also, I don't think there's a lot of courses out there designed for us service providers. The reason I promoted Tribe is because of how much it impacted my life and because I think creating a membership has been probably one of the most impactful parts of my business. Not just from a revenue standpoint, but finding out who I am as a business owner, who I am as a person, how I can have a bigger impact and change more lives. And so I told Stu that I would help promote Tribe. And we did, and it was so much fun, and that was our April focus, is promoting Tribe. And so with that, I got to see behind the scenes of over an $8 million launch, which was really cool. For someone who geeks out about marketing, and I work with course creators that are launching, seeing what Stu does was just so incredible, and how it is about the people. It's about the relationships, and y'all know, I'm all about relationships over revenue. I really think that's always at the fore focus of our business, and it should be, and it, when we're focused on building relationships, either with our clients, our students, or just anyone we interact with, that's when we can really see a difference in our business. So I told Stu, I was like, use my story however you need it. If it's gonna help you, use it, and I, did not do tribe affiliate as a way to have an extra income source or anything like that because honestly my audience are service providers it's y'all it doesn't mean that you can't go into the membership route but not all of you want to and that's okay you don't have to go to a membership or a course to scale your business remember we did over 200,000 with my facebook ads last year alone so I didn't know how it would pan out or anything like that. And honestly, I wasn't doing it for the revenue. It was really to support Stu because Stu has impacted my life so, so much with Tribe and my family's life and many of y'all's lives because without finding Tribe, who knows if I would have Serve Scale Soar or Conversions for Clients or the Mastermind. And because of getting started with that membership, it created this amazing ecosystem, amazing place for all of you to win. This podcast came from the membership. So I was so grateful. So I was like, let's just do this, do like I'll promote it. Use my story how you want. And so what happened was this really cool thing. I got to be on his live, on his Facebook live, which helped me connect with some other people, which was fun. I had Stu on the podcast, which was super fun. I loved it. We got so much amazing feedback. But then a bucket list moment happened. I won a bucket list moment I didn't really know was a bucket list. But I got invited to be on a live cast with Stu. And from there, I was able to share my bigger purpose, which I should be sharing a lot more, but I don't for some reason. Well, that's probably a mindset thing. But my bigger purpose, I didn't come into the business with this purpose. It just like happened. And it's been such an amazing way. I'm so glad it happened. But anyway, so my bigger purpose is that I have found that bringing Austin home has impacted our family more than I could ever imagine. 
when Riley wakes up in the morning and she says, Ma, Dad, Ma, Dad, and we both get to go in there and we get to be with her during the day. And if she's having a bad day, we can both be with her. Or her and her dad are creating such an amazing relationship. Oh, they go to the beach together. They go to the park. And that warms my heart that they have this amazing bond. And we have family hugs in the morning. And these things are so special to me. And so I didn't know that my bigger purpose was creating a, a business that allows people to be at home with their kids. Whether it's coming home from their 9 to 5, if it's bringing their husbands home as well, if it's letting them come home. Whatever that looks like. Because I've seen the impact of having parents home. But not only just having parents home, but having parents home that love what they do and they're passionate and they're not working a nine to five that they hate or a paycheck to paycheck and to see the members of surf scale soaring conversions for clients experience that i was like man this is my bigger purpose how do i get this out well when Stu invited me to live cast i got to share my bigger purpose with a bigger audience and impact more lives and show them that it's possible to have an online business and a home business where you get to love what you do and how does that impact your child. Riley's going to grow up in a home where her parents are just filled with gratitude and joy. And yes, we have bad days as well, but she gets to see what that looks like. And there's so much power in that. And so I got to share that. And then a really cool moment happened when Amy Porterfield's team asked if I would come on and do a Facebook Live with her and share my story about how my membership fed into Convergence for Clients, my course, and then I got to share my bigger purpose there too with a big, big audience. And I had so many of y'all reach out to me and say that that was your goals, that was your dreams to have your husband home or for you to be at home and your kids to be happy. And that was a big moment. Like, oh, talk about bucket list moment. Not only for the fact that I was super nervous and got on the live with Amy, but the fact that I got to share that with such a bigger audience. And I think the more and more people that hear that, they know that it's possible, the more that they can make that their reality. So that was the big bucket list moments is just really building those relationships and it was not about the revenue it was about the relationships and helping Stu with his launch because he had helped me so much and so that was one of the big things that happened in april that was super fun the uh, you'll hear the full numbers in the may of how much that actually brought in for that affiliate launch but it was just super fun i love seeing behind the scenes i love that i got to build those stronger relationships and I have the amazing group of people who are creating their memberships and I get to be part of that. So I'm excited for that. So that was one of the big things that happened. I also got to play around with running ads to an affiliate, which is a totally different ballgame. So I got to get in there and really see what it was like to be part of a big launch that had big affiliates working with an affiliate manager, how that worked and how that navigated. So that was exciting for me because I love seeing behind the scenes stuff like that. So I love that. Then we had a little bit of play. So I heard Pat Flynn say that he has 20% play in his business where 80% he's focusing on the things that actually move the needle forward. And then he sets aside 20% for play. And so this is for us passionate entrepreneurs who love to do a bunch of things, multi-passionate. And that's where like his switch pod and stuff like that were formed. And so he spends Fridays working on this, um, 
20% play. And for us, that 20% play in April was everyone's running these small offers, the $37, $27 offer. And I was like, what can I give to my audience that maybe they're not ready to join ServeScales or maybe they're not ready to join, you know, what can I help them do at a cheaper offer? And let's see what this looks like. So I launched Delighted with Dubsado which is all your canned emails, um, it's canned emails. There's a training in there on uh, how to create an onboarding experience that wows. There's a Dubsado startup guide. There's just a bunch of fun stuff in there for $37. And then you can add on your Canva template so you can actually get this up really quick and easy. And we played around with that to see what would happen just for fun. That was my like 20% of fun. And that small offer actually brought in, let me pull it up. I have it right here. It brought in almost 8,000. It was $7,880 that that brought in. That is so crazy for something that we just threw up there to see what would happen. Now we did run ads to it. So I'll go over how much we ran in ads total, but it was super profitable. But what's so cool is there's also a chance for you to get into serve scale soar. The doors are closed right now to serve scale soar, but this gave you the option to get in there. And we had, I think, two or three people join from there, but then we have our free training that we do that gives you an option for five days to join serve scale soar in case you're just finding me or anything. And that brought in, we added, I think, 20 members to serve scale soar last month or in April. And it was 90% of them, so I think it was 18, so my numbers may be off a little bit there. 18 of them came from Delighted with Dubsado, which was really, really cool. So I got to play around with that. It's fun. It's a really good offer. It's like a no-brainer, and we'll link that up in case you just want to check it out in the show notes, but that was fun. I got to play with that, and I will say that people are putting these up left and right, and they just think they're going to make all this money off of a $27 offer because that's what people are telling you. Like, oh, this is a million dollar offer. But it doesn't make sense for most businesses. It only makes sense when you have a really good Ascension ladder. So what is an Ascension ladder? That's like how we have serve scale soaring conversions for clients in the soaring inner circle mastermind. There's different price levels for people to come in and work with me. And so I have something. It's not just a $37 offer. Then it's followed up by the $17 offer, the bump. So that's like $64. Then if they buy the serve scale store membership, it's $197 for three months. So there's a ladder that they're getting in. And then if they decide that they want to join conversions for clients when it opens back up in November, they may do that. So it doesn't make sense for a lot of people to have these offers, even though people are saying, this is your ticket to six figures. And it's we have to run a lot of ads to it. So about 50% profit margin. So just because it brought in almost 8,000, we probably spent about 3,000 on ads. So it's not as profitable as some other things that you could do. And I don't think this is advice for everyone. Honestly, we just put this up because I wanted to try it out. This was my 20% play and it worked out. And so do I think that you should go create a small offer? Is it going to be something that's going to like bring home like all the money in the world? 
I don't know. It may, but unless you have a really good ascension ladder, you're probably just going to end up either breaking even or just making a little bit of money on the tail end. And the other thing about this is I know how to run Facebook ads. That's what I do. So I kind of know how to make this work. And the other thing is people are losing a lot of money because they don't know how to make this type of offer work with Facebook ads. So this is a reminder that when we see the shiny objects, when we see like people saying that they made a million dollars off one of these offers or 10,000 in 30 days or whatever, it doesn't mean we're seeing the full picture. What did that look like on the back end? How much did you spend on ads? How much profit are you bringing in? What, like, we have to ask all these other questions before just assuming, like, let's stop providing services and jump into this small offer. And so that's why I want to be super transparent. This type of offer does not work for everyone. Um, if you're someone who has that ascension ladder, you're someone who has a marketing brain, like you already know all the moving pieces, because this thing took a lot of my time, like too much of my time. I built the sales page, the funnel, the funnel's pretty intense. So the assets, it was not like a quick thing. It was 20% play and it probably turned into like 30, 40% play, which was too much of my time. So... I do think it's a great value. I love that I'm able to serve people who aren't ready to join the membership yet. They can still like get systems set in place. So I'm so grateful that we have that. Is it a focus? No. Is it running? Yes. So over the next few months, we'll hear more about how that pans out. Okay. So what else happened in April? April was a month of really getting things ready for what comes in May. And we were launching conversions for clients in May. This was a brand new launch. So we opened up conversions for clients in January for a beta. I built out the course with my beta members. They were incredible and they really helped shape it, help me like make sure that you were getting all the results. But what we had to do in April is create a whole launch. And also in April, we were launching Tribe. So my plate was so full, and I will tell you that April was not my most favorite month. The beginning of May, not my most favorite because I overbooked myself. I didn't leave the white space, and there was many nights of crying. <laughs> there was many nights of wondering if I was a bad mom because I wasn't as present during those times as I normally am. There was just a lot of self-doubt in, like, how do I manage this? Was this too much? Why did I let this happen? All that kind of stuff crept in and it's always a learning experience. Whenever stuff like this happens, it's a learning experience. So now I'll talk a little bit more about it in May, that income report, but now I know how to plan out my time better, how to say no to things. We just said no to another person who wanted us to promote their launch. And we said no, because we have to focus on what's right for us. I need to make sure I'm not overextending so I can still show up for my family the way I want to. And so I knew it was a short-term thing, but that does not make it any easier. We have times where maybe we have to work a little bit more than we will the next month. And I still have those doubts like, am I a good mom? <laughs> am I not a good mom? Am I a good wife? Am I not giving enough time? And so just know if you deal with those emotions, those thoughts, it doesn't mean you're a bad mom. It doesn't mean you're a bad wife. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. 
it's just acknowledging them. I journaled a lot, figured out a lot along the way. How can we prevent this from happening happening again? And I had fun with it though too. So I had to find what I was grateful for, that I was able to show up for more people, that I was able to, you know, put my daughter to bed every night still and just figuring out what can we be grateful for in these moments? How can we change things so they don't happen this way again? And just being okay with how we are handling it. Because I love the commercial. I forgot who has it, but it's the one where she's holding the baby and there's a phone and everything. And they said, the way you parent is just perfect. And I think that that is such a good commercial because we all parent differently. We all have our families different. And the way you're doing it is perfect. And so I want each and every single one of you to know that, that if you deal with these like mom guilt and everything, it's okay. But also let's take a minute to recognize, are you doing what's perfect for your family, for your situation at that time? Do I think in April I was doing what was perfect for my family? No, but I learned a lot. So it won't happen again. And I think that that's, I'm thankful for that. I think every time we go through a valley that it's a learning lesson and I learned a lot through this process. So April was really about building up momentum for May and what May was going to look like with conversions for clients and the tribe affiliate launch. Both of those happened in May. Do not recommend. And we will talk more about that in next month's income report. So let's dive into the numbers because that's a little bit of behind the scenes. So cash in, we always talk about that, how much cash actually came in through the business. It was $49,470. Then we'll do revenue generated was the $63,837. And then my expenses, I broke down in a few different ways. So expenses for, because everyone talks about these differently. So Expenses were 11,993, but I did have a hefty tax bill to pay the federal government. And so I paid the federal government $10,500 for the quarter. So that was paid. And then my owner draw. So we did something different in April. I'm now a W-2 employee because I'm considered an LLC, but we file as an S-Corp. So I have to be on payroll. So what that looks like is that we take 6000 that runs through payroll. We use Gusto. And then there's $500 that we have to pay in taxes through that. Now, that's like employer taxes. That's different than... So the $6,000, they are pulling out. It's about $1,000. Plus, I have to pay $500 like in this employee tax. So that comes out. And then I take an owner draw because that won't be taxed as the same way as the 6000 is taxed. Like the 6000 is like if you had a 9 to 5 job, you get a W-2. They take all those taxes out. I'm a W-2 employee of my company. So it's taking out those. And then I take my owner draw, which isn't being taken out taxes. And that's 5000 So what comes into my bank account is about 10000 So saying that it's always been, but 11500 is going out. So if you include the taxes that I paid the federal government plus my owner pay and those taxes, we came in at 33993 in expenses, which is so cool because you hear that and you're like, oh my gosh, that's so much. But it's really not because we brought in 49470 We're still super cash flow positive, which is exciting. I love that. 
Because if you look at it, you take out the taxes, you take out my owner pay, which most people do when they talk about expenses, 11,993. Now, what did that look like? My affiliate payouts were $382. That's people I pay out. My membership cost, which we send out mugs and stuff like that, that was $93. Um, we talked about taxes already. We talked about payroll. My team, I paid them $43.20, so $4,320. I spent $4,000 on Facebook ads. That was between a lot of stuff. That was delighted with Dubsado. That was the launch at the end towards conversions for clients, and that was the tribe launch. So 4000 in Facebook ads. Pinterest, I spent $100 in their ads. Softwares, I spent 813 a little bit more because we had to increase Kajabi to their higher plan. So I think we pay like 400 or something for Kajabi per month now. Education, I only spent $652. And fees that they take out from like Stripe and PayPal and all that kind of stuff was $1,633. So that's the breakdown of my expenses. And I'm really happy with my expenses. Super happy with them, especially when you hear May's numbers to show what those Facebook ads brought in. But super, super happy with those. We're always positive with our cash flow for the most part. I don't think we've had a negative cash flow in a long time. And that's what I want. I want a business that is profitable. I'm not here just to have a business that has high revenue generated but doesn't have positive cash flow. Because I'm all about creating a business that has a bigger impact. And the bigger impact not only comes from me being able to spread how I want families to be able to be home and love what they do, but it also comes from the profit that it brings in because then I can give back to charities like Village Impact. I can pour into my team. And we celebrated in May, Mother's Day. I know this is April's, but I realized that every single person on my team was a mom and in the U.S. And that is so important to me. And so because of the profit, I'm able to hire more. You'll hear, oh, in April, we brought in a graphic designer. <laughs> I totally forgot. Chelsea came in. And so we were able to bring in Chelsea to do all of our graphics, all of our workbooks, and for that to be off my plate. And she's a mom. And so I love that because of the profit that the business brings in, I can bring in more people and help them. And they're all moms in the U.S. And I think there's so much power in that. And so the more profit, the bigger impact that we can have because the more options we have to have a bigger impact. So profit is not a bad thing. I'm not someone who wants to run a business and comes out at the end of the year with like $10,000 in my pocket. When we're bringing in this much, $10,000 in your pocket with a side hustle is incredible. I'm not saying that, but I work full-time hours. So 35 to 40 hours a week. So with that, I don't want to only bring in $10,000 a month. I want to bring in a full-time income for my family and for my team. And so I'm super happy that we're always cash flow positive for the most part. That's really important to me. And it just helps us plan for the future of the business and to know that this business is really stable. Okay, so with Chelsea, I do want to talk about this because I did, this is how some of you may want to hire someone, some of you may not, but one thing that we did this time is with a graphic designer, 
I had narrowed it down to two people and I paid them to do a test graphic. We gave them a test project and I said, we'll pay you this much. Here's what I want. Here's our brand guide. Just show me what you have. And I'm so glad I did because they were both amazing graphic designers. But I have been a little unhappy with just like how our graphics look and I've been doing them and I was going to pay a ton of money to get a new rebrand. But I like our colors, but I just didn't feel like anything in our brand was really me. And Chelsea came in. She delivered. I gave them very little direction because I wanted someone who just got what the bigger vision was that got me. And Chelsea came in and delivered these graphics. And I was like, you are incredible. This is exactly what I had envisioned for our brand, for what I wanted, the aesthetics. And so Chelsea came in and we put her straight into like the fire because it was in launch mode. She was creating all these graphics. But I think that was the first time I've ever done a test project and I loved it because it was really easy for me to make a quick decision. They were both amazing graphics, but Chelsea just understood like exactly what I wanted in the brand. She got the vibe that fit me. And so there's a lot of power in doing test projects. I did not ask them to work for free. I did pay them. And so I think that's really important too. I'm never gonna ask anyone to work for free. So y'all, that is what I have for this week's income report, or this month's income report, and you are going to want to tune in for May, because this income report in May, it will be in June, but it will be May's income report, and y'all, your mind may be a little blown, because I'm still recovering from May, and I'm like, what? Is this real? So it's going to be a good one. So I so appreciate all of you tuning in. Thank you so much each week when these come out and you share your takeaways and how they're helpful because I will tell you, it feels uncomfortable getting up here and talking to y'all about this. And it's just like, ah, it's like, do I talk about this? Do I not? And I'm so committed to finishing out the rest of the year giving you these income reports, and I hope you see value in them. And I'm just so excited to see what is in store for each and every single one of you in your business. And if you want to get to know more service-based entrepreneurs inside of SurfScaleSoar, head to How to Scale to Consistent $10,000 a Month Without Hiring a Team, and you can find that at SurfScaleSoar forward slash 10K. And you can get a glimpse into my training style, what I offer, and then hopefully we'll see you inside the membership. Until next week, I will chat with y'all then. Go out, serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into that six-figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.